Oops, you caught me eating my feelings, and they taste delicious. Did you ever catch yourself thinking, "Oh no, today I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling low, worn out, tired. Let me have a slice of pizza." I'm quite sure you must have at least once. If you did, then this episode is for you. We are going to discuss about this very topic emotional eating emotional eating versus the binge eating physical hunger versus the emotional hunger personal experiences of an entrepreneur with coaching weight loss self love and many more other challenging topics coming right to you Well as quoted by Deepak Chopra the space between hunger and eating where you make the choice you want to make isn't empty it's filled with awareness let's dig right into it by welcoming our marvelous guest for today Hey guys today we have a fantastic guest gracing my show filled with remarkable energy her name is Jillian Lama she is a certified emotional eating coach for high caliber women who want to end emotional eating lose excess weight and feel amazing in their body and her very gripping tagline is no deprivation no starvation or cheating or willpower required and Jillian let me tell you that caught my eye and she is also the owner of body you crave thank you so much Jillian. for coming to my show a warm welcome to my show thank you so much i'm so excited to be here thank you and uh, yeah i wanted to know about uh, body you crave uh, jillian what's the ideology behind starting this and what's your story yeah so you know i named it body you crave because a lot of times we go into um weight loss and this journey around our bodies and we have this ideal vision of what it's going to look like so we have these bodies that we crave and a lot of times that's you know from what we see in the media on magazines um fitness models things like that um or mm-hmm. instagram models yeah. and and it can feel very desirable and yet we don't know how to get that or how to achieve it and we have this this scent like this marker about what we're really craving and we think well once i lose the weight or once i get the body then i can feel the way that i want to feel and ultimately what we're seeking are more core cravings yeah. it's like love acceptance worthiness value community um you know, commitment it's it's these other deeper things and so it's not just about creating the mm-hmm. body you crave it's about really understanding the core mm-hmm. cravings of your life and how do you really create a life that you love mm-hmm. and a life that lights you up and recognizing that your body is just the vehicle mm-hmm. in which you move through life so it's an important piece but it's not the only mm-hmm. thing um and so i started this just out of my own journey of mm-hmm. really struggling with body image weight loss emotional eating mm-hmm. and and really having some aha moments when i finally broke away from the mm-hmm. mainstream diets that are really filled with a lot of punishment and guilt and shame Mm-hmm. and it really stepping into what i could do consistently that felt good for me and uh you know and and easy and fun and and energizing yeah and that is more important along with the journey you yeah. having fun is you know yes. it's it's much required absolutely yeah. and um, coming to this uh, emotional eating jillian what exactly is emotional eating is this kind of a disorder or is emotional eating and binge eating the same i know there is a little bit of difference but can 
can you please explain to our listeners what exactly it is? Mm-hmm. So emotional eating is totally normal. We do it okay. all the time. We do it more than we think. So yeah. anytime you're stressed at the end of a long work day and you think, I just need a glass of wine to relax, mm-hmm. or you finally get the kids in bed and you're like, oh, finally I'm off mom duty. I can have, you know, like I'm going to have some ice cream or some Cheetos or whatever your little go-to snack might be. That's emotional eating. Mm-hmm. So it's anytime we're seeking to avoid a current emotion, which is often mm-hmm. going to be a negative one. We Mm want to seek pleasure via the path of least resistance. And so our brain has simply learned that food is just a rapid, reliable source of relief. I can change my state and my how I'm feeling very quickly with that candy bar, with the chips, with the ice cream, you know, whatever your your go-to food might be. Mine was like dark chocolate, ice cream, popcorn. Those were my (laughs) like rolling notes. (laughs) (laughs) And look, and there's nothing wrong with those foods. The question's always going to be, why are you reaching for it? So if you're reaching for it to escape a negative emotion or because you feel bad or you're feeling um, anxiety and you want to try and escape mm-hmm. that, that's that's going to be your emotional eating. Um, binge eating is typically more, a, it's when you consume a large amount of food mm-hmm. in a small time frame. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a little bit different. There's still emotions and thoughts underneath it, mm-hmm. but binge eating is not the same as emotional eating. So there's light differences. Like okay. emotional eating is not binge eating, but binge eating is often emotional eating. Like it often falls under that category so it's more of more like that analogy of it's often emotionally driven Uh uh, but it's not emotional eating on its own doesn't mean that you're consuming a mass amount of food or a large volume in a small short amount of time yeah and Jillian how can you have this kind of a friendly relationship with food you know in one of your posts you said when you restrict food you actually gain more Mm -hmm. weight it sounds very counterintuitive. Yeah. I was staggered. How is this even possible, Jillian? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, and and I think you might find, and this is my experience with dieting, was that every time I tried to restrict, uh-huh. I would end up gaining weight because what ends up happening is is we restrict throughout the week, uh-huh. and so emotionally we're not getting that same relief, mm-hmm. and then our bodies also, if we're trying to restrict too many calories, carbs, food mm-hmm. groups, our our bodies will send up more hunger signals, and so now. Now our body is is saying, hey, feed me. It thinks maybe you're in a famine or you're starving. And so it's going okay. to try and get you to eat. And what happens is we end up looking for relief at the end of the week and food becomes, we've just trained our bodies that food is the natural logical way. Yeah. And so yeah. even though you can restrict and cut throughout the week on the weekends when you're like, ah, screw it. It's the weekend. I can eat whatever I want. Or, you know, you, you find yourself in the pantry going through the drive-thru or you're like rummaging through the fridge or, you know, it's kind of like anything goes. Uh-huh. And then it's like, well, because I messed up Saturday, screw it. I guess Sunday doesn't matter. I'll start again on Monday. And so what we find is that we can try and restrict, but the net effect Mm -hmm. is that over time, you end up consuming more every single day than what your body truly needs. And so that's how you end up gaining weight is because you're just over consuming because of that restriction. So how do you trick your mind then? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) great question. (laughs) So the the key here is to stop Uh restricting. Um, And that's, that's really what it comes down to is to say that there are no bad foods. Most diets will teach you this food Uh is good, that food is bad. So if you're on a vegan diet, right, it's like um, these foods are good, anything meat or um, animal related, this is bad. So every diet is going to have that approach. My approach is that Uh all foods are Uh good. So Uh your candy bars, your chips,
chips, your popcorn, (laughs) you know, like uh, the hamburgers, (laughs) the French fries, they all fall into the good category. What you then get to do is start to level up and you can start to look at what are some choices that would be better? And then what are some choices Mm -hmm. that would be best? And so maybe... Yeah, but when you were telling uh this, I was about to ask you, is there a button? Is there a condition supply? But but everything gets counted as good because what happens when we moralize food and we say food is good or bad, then you end up moralizing yourself Mm -hmm. based on what you ate. So then it becomes, well, now I'm bad because I had this. So have you ever had a friend or maybe you've even thought this yourself where they were like, oh my gosh, I was so bad over the weekend. I had chocolate cake and pasta and they're listing all of these foods, but they say it in relationship to like, I was so bad. Or it could be the opposite of like, I was so good. I didn't have any cake or I was so good. I said no to, you know, the chocolate souffle. And that's is one of the issues that we run into is, well, if I'm going to be bad, if I'm already, if I've already ruined my diet, it's, it goes back Mm -hmm. to this all or nothing thinking of, well, I have perfect. Yeah. Why not be bad? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm already ruined. And I would, I used to say this on Wednesday. I'd be like, oh, I already ruined my diet this week. Okay. I'll start on Monday. I still have four (laughs) days left in the week. You know, it's like we throw days away. We throw weeks away instead of looking at how do I save it? How do I get right back on track? And so the core though, is to take out restriction and to really look at what foods Mm -hmm. fill you up, what foods fuel you, what, what do you feel good eating? Um, I love sweet potato fries. Like that's one, that's my jam, but I like the fries that I make in my home air fryer. So most of the time when I go out to a restaurant, Mm -hmm. I might try them at, if I'm going to someplace new, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times I don't order fries just because I know I make better ones, you know? So it's not that they're not off limits. It's not that I can't have it. I don't feel deprived or restricted. Uh It's just, no, actually I make better ones. So (laughs) I'm going to wait till I'm home tomorrow and enjoy them. You know, it's stuff like that. Yeah. I think you need to implement this new types of, you know, being innovative in what you cook or what you make. Yeah. That plays also a huge role. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Jillian, I wanted to ask you, what's the difference between the physical hunger and the emotional hunger? How do you identify between these two? You know, you physically feel hungry and emotionally, Mm -hmm. you know, you get mixed up. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you, like, how do you become more aware of what you're eating? Mm -hmm. Yep. Great question. So with physical hunger, Mm -hmm. this, like I teach all of my clients and everyone in my world, everyone in my Facebook group, like one Mm -hmm. of my big philosophies is really understanding your own body's hunger signals. So the Mm -hmm. goal is to eat when you're hungry and to stop when you're satisfied. And so it's really about asking yourself, like, am I hungry? And Mm -hmm. really tuning into your body, not looking at the clock and the time of day, not looking at how many calories do I have to eat today or how many points do I have left, Mm -hmm. but really tuning into your Mm -hmm. body and understanding, like, am I getting hunger signals? Am I getting a slight growl in my stomach? Do I feel like maybe a slight headache? Maybe I'm less focused. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm Mm -hmm. yawning and I'm losing energy. People can have different hunger signals. It's not always Mm -hmm. like a stomach growl that signals hunger. Um, I can tell, like I get a bit of a stomach growl and then I can feel kind of fatigued and I can tell when like, okay, I need to start eating soon. (laughs) Like I'm getting really hungry. Uh, You know, I can tell like, all right, if I wait another hour, I'm going to be hangry. (laughs) So (laughs) I like- Hangry. Yeah. My husband will ask me, he'll be like, well, how hungry are you? And I usually rate it on a scale and I'm like, ah, you know, like I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat now. I'm going to be hangry in an hour, you know, like I'll give him some clues so that he understands. And that really just takes practice for understanding your own signals. So it's really just about listening to your body and understanding what it Mm. needs. 
emotional hunger is when we are not mm-hmm. physically hungry, but we are reaching for food. Mm-hmm. And so we're reaching for a dopamine hit is ultimately what we're seeking because all food is going to give you that. It's not just sugar or carbs. All food gives you a hit of dopamine. That's mm-hmm. how we have survived as a species mm-hmm. for so long. Like that's how our brains are wired. <laughs> because if not, we probably would have starved to death like, you know, millennia ago. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. We are designed to enjoy uh-huh. food and to find pleasure in it. And one of the problems that we run into is when we find the sole source of our joy is food or that's the highlight of our day is food. Oh yeah, that I can relate to it so much because uh-huh. at a point of time you feel, okay, food is the only thing going on good mm-hmm. in your life. <laughs> right. So my biggest tip for your listeners mm-hmm. is to ask yourself, am I hungry? Mm-hmm. Like just to, to pause. I used to put sticky notes on the pantry, on the refrigerator, on the kitchen. Oh, you know, like wow. I would put up sticky notes and ask, am I hungry? Mm-hmm. And that was a good reminder for me in the beginning when I wasn't used to asking this. You know, now I can walk into the kitchen and I can be like, oh, am I hungry? Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Turning around, going back out, you know. <laughs> That's a fantastic practice, you know. It's you're mindful. Yeah. 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 You need an external yeah. you. Right. So, and that's, that's helpful to really question. And so if I'm reaching for chocolate and I have a couple pieces of chocolate and I'm still hungry, okay, I don't just need some chocolate. I actually need a small need meal. Some. You know, I need, yeah, yeah, I need yeah. some, you know, like an apple with peanut butter or some carrots and cucumbers or, you know, like I need something more. Um, and then mm. likewise, if you're not hungry, if you're like, oh, you know what? The answer is no, I'm actually not physically hungry. Then you can start to ask yourself, okay, well, what am I feeling or what am I trying to avoid feeling right now? And sometimes we're avoiding a task at work. Mm-hmm. We're avoiding like studying for a class. We might be avoiding going to sleep. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we can be like little toddlers sometimes where we're tired and we don't want to go to bed. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. I'll just have a snack. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can start to, what I call is to decode mm-hmm. um, that that emotional hunger and start to understand like, what am I searching for? What, mm-hmm. I, what do I want to feel by mm-hmm. eating this? Mm-hmm. And what am I currently maybe trying to avoid to feel right now? Yeah, that's a fantastic piece of advice. And I love it. And Jillian, one gripping question I have for you, which I'm very curious of the answer is, uh, you know, I have observed many people around me, family, friends, relatives, etc. Uh-huh. Uh, their appetite is much better compared to mine and they look much slimmer and skinnier. I really want to know the reason for this, Jillian. <laughs> you know, yep. I, I know there is a part of metabolism which plays into it. But why is that? I don't eat that much. But still, why am I? Why am I plus size? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of people who have that question. And it's it doesn't have anything to do with willpower or self-control or anything else. So everybody, every human's body is different. And mm. we like to think that there's a one-size-fits-all, that there's a formula for weight loss mm. that's just a simple do this, not that, um, or, you know, exercise more and eat less. We have these ideas that you just need to restrict or you just need to do this or you just need to cut out carbs or sugar or dairy or right. we try to make these blanket one size for everybody and that's not actually how it works because even though we are one species, we are the human race, mm-hmm. everybody's body is so individually and uniquely tuned and refined and everyone has different genetic anomalies mm-hmm. that make them uh, a little bit different in terms of their body 
body composition, Mm -hmm. um, as well as looking at factors like sleep, hydration, um, Mm -hmm. your, you know, like metabolism does play a role, but that's Mm -hmm. usually only an issue if you've been uh, restricting a lot and you've been maybe more of a chronic dieter where you try to restrict. So anytime Mm -hmm. you try to cut calories drastically, your body is going to reduce its output. So we think, oh, if I burn 2000 calories a day Mm -hmm. and I cut down to 1400, well, now I'm going to be in this deficit and that's how I'm going to lose weight. And what you find Mm -hmm. is that while you lose weight in the beginning, over time, your weight starts to plateau and then maybe you start to gain the weight back because you're no longer burning 2000 calories, you're burning 1400 because your body is is like a thermostat. It's like, oh, you're only going to feed me 1400 calories. Cool. I'm only going to burn 1400 calories now. So it's going to match your input. So there's a variety of things that that can account for this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's simply that we, um, when you have more body fat on you, your body can use those stores of fat for energy. And so you require less food. You actually don't need to eat Mm -hmm. as frequently. And again, it's it's all about listening to your hunger cues and listening to your signals. I've got Mm -hmm. clients who feel like when they first get started with me, they can eat one to two meals a day Mm -hmm. and they feel really good and satisfied and energized because Mm -hmm. their body is just burning the fat that they already had. They're like, oh, hey, remember Christmas last Mm -hmm. year when you went to town on that buffet? Like we're burning Mm -hmm. that off right now, you know? (laughs) So it's it's not always about the amount. Um, It's about what your personal body is doing, what your hormones look like, you know, individually. Mm -hmm. So there's a variety of reasons that play into it. But um, but the biggest factor is often like really catching yourself. Like, am I eating when I'm not truly physically hungry? Uh, So you were saying like, uh, you know, even genetics play a part in this, right? So is there a way to change that pattern? Uh, I know you said like, uh, listen to your body cues and stuff like that. But can you change that pattern of increasing metabolism or anything like that, which we can do? Uh, Yes, the best way is to listen to your body, (laughs) (laughs) to to not let yourself get too hungry, and to not feed your body more than what it really needs. Like that's the best way to keep your metabolism working and functioning properly. You know, if you feel hungry, you could always take a sip, you know, like drink eight ounces of water, Mm -hmm. wait 10 minutes and see like, okay, is that true hunger? And so it's all about experimenting um, and and really understanding your body. And Mm -hmm. but that's the best way to really keep your metabolism working well. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it can be challenging for some women is lifting weights can help as well. Um, Learning how to move your body in a way that feels good for you. So maybe it's Pilates or yoga instead of weightlifting, Mm -hmm. but finding movement Mm -hmm. that feels really good and that you enjoy. right like that doesn't feel like punishment yeah this other thing is like if we do too much exercise like too much cardio for example Mm -hmm. it can trigger that hunger alarm to where your body's thinking oh no we we burned a lot today so now we're going to consume more yeah and uh, Jillian, when I mm-hmm. initially spoke to you, you yourself had mentioned that you might not be a good fit for this podcast since we have a little bit of difference of opinion. Uh, so what's your take on uh, body positivity, yeah. uh, Jillian? And I know that uh, you might be you stand for a different reason, different uh, cause, but we are all here and I want to know all the perspectives. And when I heard that you might not be good fit for this podcast, I'm like, no way I, I want <laughs> Jillian to be on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so 
And that's, you know, and that's one thing that I love about your podcast is that you're very inclusive in terms of looking at the full spectrum of different views and approaches. And you're not just saying like, well, this is the one way and this is how it has to be. Um, So I think that's really amazing. Um, But yeah, I was, I was kind of hesitant at first because I was thinking, okay, well, most of the time with body positivity, you find that it's anything regarding weight loss is bad and you are bad if you want to lose weight and you must hate your body. And that's a very bad thing. There's a lot of shame around it of like, oh, you're such a terrible person if you are trying to lose weight <laughs> yeah, or if yeah. you want to, you have that desire. You need to love and accept yourself the way that you are right now. Yeah. And I totally support loving and accepting yourself because mm-hmm. we cannot change what we have not first accepted. I 100% believe that. So yeah. when it comes to like mm-hmm. weight loss, most mm-hmm. of the time it comes from self-hatred, self-loathing, mm-hmm. punishment, fear, yeah. right? Most diets mm-hmm. don't do it in a loving way. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, well, I have a little bit of a different take. <laughs> I think you yourself, you can yeah. love your body just as you are. Let's say you're 250 pounds. You can love your body today yeah. and still be in the process of losing weight. It doesn't mean that you have to stay there. Yeah, of course. What I feel is, uh, you know, when you say mm-hmm. weight loss, it is totally your choice. It's the person's choice, the individual's choice. Yeah. But again, as you said, and how you're doing why it. you're doing yes. that weight loss yep. matters a lot. And this is um, a big piece mm-hmm. of my program because I feel like as as women and especially when you've struggled with weight or body image, especially like I have, it's been a big missing piece to anything you've ever done. And learning mm-hmm. how to love yourself and who you are without any conditions on your body, size, shape, weight, like that's really important to learn how to do that in a way that feels really good and true and authentic. And like, you're not just blowing smoke up your butt, you know, like you're not just, you know, making yeah, things up yeah. or trying to fit a certain mold, but it's not, you know, weight loss and self-love are not mutually exclusive. It's just, that's how the diet industry has presented it. And I think you can have both, you know, and if you want it, but it's always, like you said, it's always your choice, your decision. Wow. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming to my show and taking time. I know you're very busy, but thank you so much. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad we got it figured out. Finally got this Yeah, we finally did it. And it was (laughs) amazingly fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so, so very much, guys, for tuning till the end of the episode. It really means the world to me that you invested few minutes out of your precious 24 hours into my episode. I would be even more grateful to you guys if you can go to my episode and please subscribe and leave a review out there. You can share the screenshot of your reviews or any kind of key takeaways of the episode. Please make sure that you tag me over Instagram or Facebook. Let's see how this episode can bring value to so many of your friends and others. I will give a shout out to you as well. Alright, that's it for now. I will look forward to have you in my next episode of Musified with Ashi. Let's rock and roll. Take care and ciao.